That is not nice, John. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up and this week's What Are the Odds? Your Major League Rugby Sports Betting Show starring WWE legend and Fox Business analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and our gift of rugby, Gift Abelu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, host of the Grow Rugby Show and director of the HBCU Rugby Classic. And gentlemen, we are back again with another great week of Major League Rugby and order was restored somewhat. Uh, JBL, you had the pleasure of going five and one. What was that? Hey, say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Godfather, you were four and two. I was four and two. And John's John's luck, you know, that blind squirrel thing, that got him to five and one, whereas our meticulous research got us again on top. And then Gift is three and three. Thankfully. Thank you, Gift. And Gift, let's start off with the Abelu Bowl. Your two teams, Nola and Atlanta. Let me tell you what happened, okay? <laughs> There's that voodoo down in New Orleans, okay? Marie Laveau. I happen to have the anti-voodoo thing right here. This is from the Middle East. This is an anti-voodoo sword. That is exactly what happened to Gift. And all dead. That ain't good enough. I got one from Japan also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got the voodoo curse done out. Go ahead. Go ahead and start. Just like any good curse, you might think it's down, but it comes back up to rise again. This is what we had happening over here with this Atlanta-New Orleans game. Look, look, we need a humility game. This is a humility game. On the road for the first time. Want to give everybody a chance to feel like they can be winners and then come back stronger. <laughs> I'm telling you, look, this was a back and forth and it happened, went down basically how I wanted. All I can say is the power of the field of life university and a little bit of schematic ability over here just gave the Atlanta the advantage. So I, I don't feel, I feel still good about my New Orleans picks. You know, I, I have no problem being a homer in the sense. And like I said, we'll be back. We'll be back. I, I need, I, I don't want to, I don't want to take it too hard. I want people to still still feel a little underdog here you didn't take no no a couple of things here first of all you said new orleans was going to win in a tight match this they lost hand in a tight match they, no they didn't lose it, it was, this wasn't a tight match they completely faded in the second half because it was their first road game and they continue to play sloppy rugby john we know now not to rob your house <laughs> the spirit killers over there <laughs> On my screen, I'm stabbing you. <laughs> it's like the Brady Bunch, like Marsha could stab Jan or something. Let's all calm down. We have serious business to get to here, okay? We'll have more voodoo later on in the show, I'm sure, as soon as Gift starts talking about his picks. But then the next one, we had San Diego at L.A., and thankfully, you said San Diego was going to cover the point spread. This is the same what I did with Houston. It's the same what I did with Seattle. I want to give you guys at least an opportunity to know I gave you a shot. I mean, Giltinis, hey, they, 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 they did their thing at home. They, they won California. They won the Battle of South California in this one. but uh... They would have covered the point spread if the point spread had been 48.5. <laughs> Look. Close match, John. Close match. I, it is inevitable. They are going to go down. Someone is going to sneak it in. They're going to overlook a game or not. I just happen to forget and put to the side in-state rivalry. John Adams said facts are stubborn things. How about the facts that San Diego was playing without 
five of their superstars in this, either because of the, the transfer papers or COVID or injury. And you go ahead anyway to pick them on the road in L.A. Road is relative with San Diego. They've been on the road basically this entire time. So everybody gets one. Well, not everybody, but most of them get one. John, his quotes. We got a lot of air quotes there from, from Gift. <laughs> How do you offset this with, with common sense? The, the schematics happen to run up to an ass whooping. And the schematics lost to the ass whooping. <laughs> Forget I think the schematics might have been smoking. I, he Giff was smoking <laughs> hot last week. And John mentioned how uh, Giff might be smoking. And he might have been smoking on this. I'm <laughs> telling you, Giff is smizzing something. Because <laughs> well, Look, we missed into a 50%. Feelings over facts, baby. Feelings over facts. Feelings over facts. <laughs> Love it. That's the uh, that's the that's the new motto for gift this week, again. Uh, but Godfather, uh, he might have been fifty percent last week, but we were all hundred percent on the track meet between Utah and the SaberCats, fifty to forty three. Godfather. Yeah, I mean, uh, science tells us an object in motion continues to stay in motion. Both these teams were definitely in motion last week. They put up almost 100 points, 93 points combined. And Houston's kind of bipolar, but they've showed when they haven't been shut out, they can put up over 30 points a game. And, and again, they put up 43 points. It just wasn't enough. This Utah team has lost two games by two points and one point. Uh, they could very well be 5-0 and on the year. They're 3-2. and They're putting up a ton of points. This is a very dangerous team at home with that altitude, and we see what that altitude does to the defensive side of the ball here. There was absolutely no defense played in this one, and they put up close to 100 points, like I said earlier. So great game to watch uh, if you love offense. JBL, you'd think that if you had the over was 55, that would be a little bit high, and they obliterated that in that altitude. Yeah, like the Philly guy probably said, how do you bet on this team? I mean, this team goes two games without scoring a point, and then they average over 30 points in the games that they are scoring. So it's a it's an absolute schizophrenic side there in Houston. I like Houston. I think they're a great club, but it's just hard to figure out which Houston is going to show up which week. Is that your ass kissing for Texas because you picked against them? Is that what that was? <laughs> Pick against Houston. You picked well, Utah, get, so that would be that you picked against Houston. I get it. I did pick against Houston. Okay, listen. All right. No, Jay. You, you picked four. You picked four Utah in support of oh. Houston. That's oh, God. Kumbaya. <laughs> Let's go. Money over game. state pride. You know how that works, Matt. Money over state pride. And Houston. I mean, they two weeks in a row they've played tough. They played the Giltinis tough, and they came back and played Utah tough, which I didn't expect this to be that close of a game. We'll have a big community hug for. The, the good guy picks. Well, we picked the right ones. Anyway, Toronto <laughs> went into New York in Jersey City. I happened to be there and thumped them. And truth be told, after we saw the lineup changes that we didn't have when we taped this show, I went up to the uh, staff of Toronto before kickoff and said, you're going to win this match. I had no idea it was going to be by that much. I thought it was going to be by 10. New York had Andy Ellis out. He was on the bench for a, a much needed rest. At the start of the game, no knock on Connor McManus, but they were also without their two starting centers because of injury. And of course, none of us had that information, but we all picked New York. John, you had mentioned New York's poise in picking them, and they had absolutely no poise. Can you imagine someone like Joe Buck, not to compare you in any way to Joe Buck, or maybe maybe <laughs> Sally Buck, his cousin who works at a store down the, down the road. Uh, but maybe Joe Buck showing up to the L.A. Dodgers and saying, you guys are going to win this game. 
what kind of unbiased uh, kind of Buck bias? has his nose so what far kind of up people's asses on a daily basis. You're the announcer for the game. You're supposed to be right down the middle, and you're going down and telling one of the teams that, that you're going to win. Well, I want to give fans a little bit of heads up here. I watched the game, and I, I heard your commentary, and then I put it on mute, and it gave it so much better. It was, like, it was like really good with no commentary. Yeah. Well, you have well, a hard time with certain words. They're, they're bigger than what you're used to figuring out, so I get it. New York fell apart. They have been playing disciplined rugby. They've been playing tight. They've been playing very well. It was uh, unlike uh, uh, Rooney to be do something like that. But Godfather, this is the Arrows team that we saw on paper before the season started. And now they all know their names, especially in that back line, because they've got the continuity in the pack. But the backs, these superstar backs from Uruguay and Argentina and Canada, all are now gelling. Yeah, they put up over 100 points over the last two weeks. And New York uh, played almost as good as the commentary was on TV. And uh, JBL <laughs> told me to say that before the show, just, just so you know, man. Come on. I'm an easy target. Come on. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. Youngest of four boys. I can handle it. Okay. Gift, speaking of handling it, New York could not handle Montero, the six foot four Argentinian star on the wing for Toronto, who was all over the pitch. They have been looking dominant really the last couple weeks. I mean, this is two 50 point games in a row. I think they're getting used to the not uh, Toronto weather, they're getting used to that self. And when you take the power from Atlanta, you're taking the power from all these nice little warm weather places, everything becomes a track meet. It's funny you said that because. Chris Silverthorne, the director of rugby and head coach, said, we're getting used to the not-so-Toronto weather, and that's helped us immensely. Rickshaw. <laughs> he did not say that. The next one up was New England's Free Jacks going into our nation's capital to face Old Glory, John, right in your adopted hometown. The result was in favor of the hometown Old Glory. There's John's ball. Yes. Look, no, Old Glory is a different team at home. They play really well. They, they, they have uh, they had a COVID sellout. I think it's 25%. They're a very structured team. They're exactly what I said about New York last week when New York <laughs> fell <laughs> fell off the uh, cart uh, in that game against Toronto. But they played a very good, solid game, and this is a really good week for them. The week coming up may not be so good. It was a great win for Old Glory. John, uh, you and I got that one right. Godfather, you were lumped in with Gift, and John's strategy was basically just to pick against anything that Gift said. Yep. <laughs> I mean, the schematics got me, the voodoo got me. Uh, I heard the announcer that was announcing the New York game also announced the home game for DC. I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe that got me as well. That's not true. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, but it might have been a carryover, carryover effect for you. <laughs> I just, I'm not betting against JBL at home against this DC team again. It's, I learned my lessons. Seattle at Austin. John, you can follow this one up because your home state and your hometown had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, Gift and I were wrong. Gift thought they'd scored no points. I thought they wouldn't score into double digits. Uh, I'm surprised they scored 15 on them. I really am. I, they, you know, Austin put up a, almost half 100 points on them. I think Austin really broke out finally. Austin's got an incredible defense. I think Austin is really gelling as, as a really good team, and Seattle has a lot of problems. It was just too easy. Austin had given up an average of 11 points per game over the previous three weeks. They gave up just 15. Uh, if you guys remember, I, I talked about how Austin was going to put up a ton of points this week against this bad Seattle team, and it was going to get very, very ugly, and it got ugly. Like, you know, I mean, it was it was a no-brainer for all of us, actually. I told you, this was going to be the week that we finally got to see Austin have a breakout offensive game. 
now everybody gets to actually see what this potential offense could be. And I, I don't know if Austin will be able to run with it, but hands down, still the best defense. And Seattle is basically your, your run of the mill look over game at this point. All right, good stuff, Kip, but we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with our money-making picks after this. Been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman Riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. Gentlemen, we have some big matches coming up to make our fans some money or not, but at least we can be entertaining about it. We have buys, though, this week. We have Atlanta, Austin, Houston, and Utah off. So Gift can't pick those four teams to lose. But we do have the Free Jacks of New England going into California to play the San Diego Legion in L.A. The Legion minus three, Godfather. Yeah, I mean, the Free Jacks are, are reeling right now. Another loss last week. Uh, they just didn't show up to play. San Diego's loss to the Guilty is a little skewed. They played the best team in rugby. Uh, New England's got to travel cross-country to play San Diego. It's it's just the travel. Uh, San Diego, I think, bounces back this week. I think lane three is going to be easy money for San Diego. They're very, very uh, close to the vest with giving any intel out. We don't know anything about Rob Shaw. They just lost Augsburger again, unfortunately. Great, great player. Just came back from an injury, and he went down. Our thoughts are with him. Uh, there has been no word on Joe Peterson. It's like he just evaporated. Well, maybe uh, Giff did some voodoo on San Diego. <laughs> no one knows where none of these players are at. What, what's going on, Giff? We rise. <laughs> we rise again. And this is going to be a really great opportunity for the Free Jacks because I feel like that old glory game is not indicative of, of who they are. It was just a great old glory team that finally has its pieces together. Free Jacks get to go three hours behind to be able to go to Los Angeles again to get their win that they didn't get from the Giltinis earlier in the season. And so I look at this as Free Jacks bringing the vengeance back on San Diego. San Diego, again, you, you had an opportunity with the Giltinis, and, you know, you can feel like that was a Passover game because, you know, you didn't really feel like you could win it. But I don't foresee them having the same effect. And Free Jacks take this one. Uh, two things I really like here. Number one, I always like betting alongside the Philly Godfather. I always like betting against gift. And I'm going to do both here. I, I may go like 10X on this bet because of those two facts right there. Look, I like what Philly Godfather said. You, you, you can't have a further flight in the United States, maybe Miami to Seattle, than you have Boston to San Diego. Uh, Key West to Alaska. 
Well, why would you bring up something stupid like that? You just, nobody, you nobody just said you can't have a the flight in, America, in the United States. In the, in the continental United. About the United States. But no one in their right minds will fly from Key West to Alaska. He just called him on his place. bullshit. Continental United States, moron. You can also fly to Guam, okay? We're not talking about flying to Guam. How about Puerto Rico to Guam then? <laughs> I've lost IQ points <laughs> doing this show with you and listening to your play-by-play this past weekend, which I had to mute before which, I lost Which is worse for you? Pretty equal. I can't mute you on this. <laughs> you, run the, you run the thing. You run the Zoom call, so I can't mute you on this. I can mute you on the play-by-play. This is I'm your purgatory. All right, so you're, pick, so you're picking with Godfather, and you're picking I'm San- picking with Godfather, yes. I think San Diego, I think they lose the best team in, in the, the league. I think you have the Free Jacks lose a, re- a really, I thought, a pretty good game uh, down with Old Glory, and they got to cross, travel cross country. I think San Diego is a tough team, and they're going to be too much for them. Don't know about Peterson and the other guys, but I think it's uh, mainly uh, gift picking uh, the other side. We, we go with San Diego. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going with gift. I'm going with gift. I think New England is at least intact. And they lost a tough one to an old glory team, I think is better than San Diego. And uh, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm just going to go with, I'm going with the free jacks. I'm not going to think about it too much. Old glory goes to Los Angeles. The Giltinis minus 11 Godfather. If I was the odds maker, I'd make every points by at least 14 points. Old glory comes off a big win. Put up 35 points last week. They come back down to earth this week against the best team in rugby. They got to travel cross country again. Another major factor when you're handicapping these games. And like I said, if the, if the spread ain't 14 points, uh, I can't look to buy the dog here. I like the favorite. I'll lay the 11. I'll lay 12. I'll lay 13. I mean, uh, the LG teams are you know, the best thing in the world right now. John, if the, if all glory wins this, will you copy what some of the players are doing and dye your hair platinum? <laughs> I'm gonna dye your head platinum. How about that? <laughs> Just your whole head. We could. We could, Is there money involved? Because we can. We can work out no. some kind of arrangement. No, there's not. Mm. Yeah, I, I might. Uh, I could be as, bought easily. As, as much as I hate it, right here. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you're picking the Giltinis. I am. 11. I think uh, Godfather's right. The old Glory's walking into a buzzsaw out there, and I just don't think they can match up with them. The backs of uh, L.A. just too much for Old Glory. You travel across country. We got a lot of transcontinental flights uh, this week, and you have something in your ear. Yeah, I got uh, Paul Sheehy and Chris Dunlavy just said they hope you rot in hell. <laughs> Paul Sheehy is my neighbor. Hopefully he's not watching this. I'm sorry, Paul, that I did that. Too. But I don't think they're going to win this week. I, as much as I give the Free Jacks the ability to get that three hours back and be able to go to the West Coast and get their win back, I do not give that same benefit to Old Glory. I think it's L.A. inside the Coliseum gets just a different kind of energy to it. They're going to score another 40 points. Old Glory has yet to score 40 points. The defense is still in up and coming, but it still lets a lot slip through. Guiltinis are going to run with this at their home. I don't see the Guiltinis actually faltering anything until about July. So it, it's just it's just not it's not going to be really favorable. What day in July, Gift? July 2nd. This is this is where it begins. The beginning of the end for the Guiltinis run of wins. <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> he just talked me out of my pick. Puff, puff, pass. I'm going with the Giltinis minus 11 on this one. The next one up is the Toronto Arrows going into New Orleans. John, and I know you like to say New Orleans, and they're minus seven, the visitors who are suddenly on fire. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure the uh, anti-voodoo sword is going to work this week. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I know Gift's a, Gift's a bit of a homer, but I'm a bit of a homer too for my Texas teams uh, and my old glory team here. So I'm a better homer for about half the league, teams in the league right now. So uh, this is tough for me. I, I You've got great uh, ball lateral movement. But you're basing that on your ball lateral movement. Yeah, based on the fact. <laughs> yes, based on the fact. Nala is back in Nala in the gold mine. I like Toronto. I love the way they run angles. They have ball movement, uh, which is a weakness for Nala. But when you're giving up, uh, when you're getting seven points as a home team and a home dog, Nala. I'm going with uh, New Orleans here and Mr. Gift and Marie Laveau and Nick Cage and his mausoleum that he's going to be buried in right by Marie Laveau and Bourbon Street and the beads being thrown off the balcony. I'm going, I'm going all in on knowledge. New Orleans is going back into the gold mine. Just, just like John said, you're not going to win in the gold mine. You're giving New Orleans seven points on this to a Toronto team that is still bipolar, even if they're, Coming off a little bit of a, mean, uh, this is, this a is trend by our staff. This is not, it's not like it's just me picking, making these spreads. Yeah. It's still Toronto. It's still Toronto. They're still trying to figure themselves out and to enter into it. Yeah. I'll give them credit for going to New York and I'll give them no credit for Seattle because that means nothing. So all I can give is the 16 points they had and a little bit from DC, a little bit from Utah and what they did with Atlanta. You're, you're getting the real New Orleans, not Sididi Atlanta, not Sididi New Orleans in Atlanta. What does that mean? What is that phrase? Sididi is uppity. It's, it's another term for uppity. <laughs> I just sometimes I just stare at the screen and nod and I perspire like I don't have my homework because I have absolutely no idea what you're referring to. But it's OK. What, 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 what is the name of your cat? Uh, this one is smoky. I got, I got two of these things. <laughs> we protect this house. Okay. Two of these things. The whole house is smoking. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of smoking going on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Godfather, now that we're in this, this the, the fumes, who are you going with? I mean, we got two 500 teams here, even though uh, Toronto has the better point differential. Get brought up a good point. They, I mean, they put up 50 against Seattle. Seattle's given up 200 points on the year. They come back, they play a New York team that's missing a bunch of players, put up uh, another 50 spot. Now they got to go into NOLA, lane seven. Uh, NOLA coming off a loss. I like NOLA here plus the seven. I know Toronto's playing some good ball, but I think those numbers are a little skewed. I'll take NOLA. I'll take the home team plus the seven. All right, I'm, I'm looking for history to repeat itself because earlier this season, I was the only one that picked Toronto and they won and I'm picking them again. They've already played and made that trip to New Orleans so they know what to expect. They're going to win this one by at least 10 points. Our final matchup sees New York versus Seattle, two teams that are in desperate need of a win, but it's New York, the visitor, minus five. A lot of long flights this week, uh, but I, I think it is an easy match, and I think New York's going to beat them quite easily. Gift, New York was without some key components in this match. The two centers were out. They're going to be healthy to play again. They'll probably stick into Andy, Andy Ellis again, and I'm going to give you just one final bit of information for you to make your pick, Gift. Dylan Fawcett, the butcher, 
looked at me in the parking lot after that game. And I didn't, I didn't want to, he was still, steam was still coming out of his ears. He said, God help Seattle. <laughs> what do you think? This is Seattle's first home game. You know, they've been on the road all this time. And, you know, they've just, Seattle. They've, 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 they've been, they've been getting their butts whooped and they're going to come back and, Continue the trend of getting their butts whooped because look, it's it's not it's not gonna go favorably. Like <laughs> it's it's gonna be a test game on on it might be a little bit closer and they, they might be able to tap into what they did with Utah a little bit more, but it's it's New York is gonna be back. Uh, I consider this last week to be more of a fluke than it was to be the trend. This was the flub versus the trend. New York coming in strong, taking the win over Seattle. And the points. <laughs> you had me hook, line, and sinker gift godfather. It's a great bounce back week for New York. They're playing the worst defense in rugby. Seattle's given up over 200 points this year on the season. Uh, the travel scares me a little bit. I think New York wins outright. I'm laying the points with New York. I think they're going to have that bounce back win. Gift, before we leave, we have to find out. We asked you last week what your secret was, and you left us hanging. Ooh. What's the secret, Gift? Ooh, you know, this time I can tell you, thing that makes this all work, the mechanism that creates the process that gets people the money that they need is going to be coming to you <laughs> if you make it to the HBCU Rugby Classic on May 1st and 2nd. <laughs> he got us again. He got a damn you, Gift Abelou. Another cliffhanger. Hey, how do, how do you keep an idiot in suspense? I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Mr. Gift A. Lou, Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and voodoo expert, and the Philly Godfather, the only man that knows what he's talking about, the best goddamn sports better ever. Thank you, gentlemen. Please, ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week. But in the meantime, check out our other segments, which include our Major League Rugby Show, our Global Rugby Recap, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, and please sign up for our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team.